welcome to episode 16 of the current backloggers the date is may 28th i'm your host kcp oh my good friend and co-host cody g cody how are you today i'm really great i was trying to look at you the whole time yeah yeah that felt like a like an npr or smooth jazz or something yeah as i was going for npr but uh I can see out of the corner of my eyes. So I can't keep it straight. <laughs> uh, it was good, though, buddy. Oh, I feel comforted. <laughs> so what have you been up to, guy? Well, this feels weird just because we just tried this. But um, I'll start I'll start off the top. So my basement flooded last week, and then um, we had a company come out and put some fans and a dehumidifier down and take up our trim i took up the carpet they took up the trim and checked our wood floors for us um so two days or a day before they're supposed to come out the ac unit there's a pipe on ac unit that sometimes algae it's really nasty it's like jelly stuff forms in it and it'll clog it up and it'll cause your ac unit to leak and i didn't notice the leak and water went all over the same exact spot that had flooded prior Uh and so the next day when the guy well then i came upstairs and was like trying to figure this out with my dad because at the time i thought my furnace was leaking water and i was like furnaces should not be leaking water but i found out there's a difference between your furnace and i think an air control system when you buy a house you will learn I remember uh, the inspector, I was like, yeah, I don't know shit about houses. He's like, uh, he kind of laughed. He's like, oh, you'll learn. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Like, is something going to happen to this house that that I don't notice? And then, uh, sure shit, you learn about all these great things that you're supposed to check all the time, and I never checked. But yeah, so water went all over the same spot again. come upstairs, and... My girlfriend had bought a laptop recently. She spent a lot of money on and um, right after that happened, she opened it and the hinge came off of the the case and was shot through the touch screen of the laptop and broke it. Um, and the guy comes out to, the next day to pick up the dehumidifier. I thought he was here to pick up the dehumidifier and fans. But he only showed up with a small van and this meter and went around and was like, yeah, it's still wet. And he was like, but it's really spontaneous moisture. And I was like, uh, the areas that he was pointing out was <laughs> the areas that the AC had just, just made wet again. And he's like, yeah, it's really odd. But I never told him <laughs> that it was because the AC flooded the night before. Um, so he wanted to, to leave the equipment. We had no plans of ever taking the equipment. But... In five days, I think we were pushing over $1,200 in rental fees already. Uh Um, There was 10 items, and it was $25 $25 per, and I think the humidifier is $50, and then there's installation, and it's it's, uh, quite the the fee with that stuff. I don't – I can't think of anything else that you would rent that would be that expensive. Yeah. I don't even think a car rental would be that expensive. $250 $250 a day. No, definitely not. Um, so times five, what is that, 1250 
Yeah. Um, and that's not even installation fee. So we're probably somewhere over fifteen hundred dollars in five days. So I was kind of, I'd had enough, and I was kind of, I was kind of pissed that he was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna send him back. They're gonna rip out your drywall and installation and all that stuff. And I was like, oh man, I knew those areas are wet because of the AC unit. So I just said, uh, can you take him out now? And he wasn't happy to hear that. I was like, yeah, you gotta get these out of here, man. I was, I was really proud of myself. I was like, man, I was assertive and aggressive. So we got him out of here. <laughs> and then um, he's like, sure. And took him out and made me sign this paper. And he's like, just so you know, something ever goes wrong, insurance company, uh, not going to be held responsible. And was like real dramatic about it. And then about 30 minutes after he left, I was like, fuck, did I do the wrong thing? Thinking like, damn. I started thinking about his spiel. I was like, man. Insurance company really gonna come back on me? So then it uh, got my anxiety going nuts, thinking I did something wrong. Yeah. But eventually I talked to my dad, and it's like, oh, just chill out. It's no, no big deal. We'll take your your drywall out, get it fixed. Because I didn't realize drywall patching is actually kind of easy. Mm -hmm. Watch some YouTube videos on it. My dad's done it a bunch, so I'm not gonna pay someone crazy amount of money to to do that especially after they already charged me probably fifteen hundred dollars for fan rental yeah um and removal of trim and for them to put a meter on the wall and go yeah this is wet um so I th that's really the only thing i've been up to uh i went out i bought some cement to secure our mailbox because I didn't realize this, but our mailbox is just secured with like rocks. And I was like, oh, yeah. the hell? So I watched some videos on how to secure your mailbox and was like, yeah, I'm going to Home Depot, dude. I'm a homeowner. I could fucking cement, dude. I got this. So I went out there and uh, the mailbox is not even, it's not even in the ground. Um, this is like the, <laughs> the post broke off and the, the house flipper was like, I just prop it up with some rocks. And they did it with decorative rocks and made it look pretty. So I didn't even realize when we were looking at the yeah. house. Um, our AC unit's still messing up. Um, I didn't realize this either, but our AC unit's 40 years old. And I think you're supposed to maybe replace those every 10 years. Mm -hmm. So we got a, someone coming out tomorrow to look at it and then Possibly looking at getting replaced next Thursday. So now I'm watching how to install a new mailbox. It's uh, it's weird, man. You, you, I have no free time. I haven't been able to play any video games this whole week. Just tying up carpet and freaking out. Man, yeah, that's depressing. Also, uh, tying up carpet sounds like a euphemism for something else. <laughs> but, uh... Especially because it's a, it's a wet, moist carpet that uh, it's really soggy and feels disgusting to hold and all that. And all that. Then, uh, oh, then last night, uh, my girlfriend's cell phone was plugged in, and it uh, the charging port where it plugs into the phone. Uh, melted off and uh, caught on fire for a few seconds and made some smoke and huh. um, burnt the side of the phone. It was it's it's been weird, man. 
I'm gonna knock on some wood over here because uh, I feel like someone's put a hex on us or just like a minor voodoo, like a like a minor inconveniences. Nothing like a serious voodoo, like oh people are sick yeah. or dying or something. Just like a like a. I could only the only way I could put it was like a almost like a funny farm or what was that Tom Hanks one where they bought a money pit with Tom Hanks? Yeah. Or a funny farm with Chevy Chase. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm somewhere in between there. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why you have emergency funds. But man, that is that is going quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's going right out the window real fast. Um, yeah, and when it's about a about four days before all this stuff started happening, we got a we got a puppy, and I was I was thinking, man, if this was if we knew this was going to happen, we probably wouldn't have gotten a puppy. You shouldn't say it to the puppy. It'd be like telling a baby it's a mistake. <laughs> Is that what you're supposed to do to build character? <laughs> yeah, yeah, be honest with them. Um, <laughs> it's funny you brought the puppy up, actually. Somebody that was watching last episode said we talked about it for like five minutes, but didn't say what kind of dog it was. Oh, it's uh, a mutt? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's mom's... Uh, the only thing they told us, because it's a rescue, is a, a full-bred German Shepherd that um, had gotten pregnant. I don't know. And uh, that's usually how puppies happen. you got to get pregnant. <laughs> but I think it's, uh, it's one of the big dog breeds. They think it's, oh, gosh, a Mastiff, English Mastiff mixed with a German Shepherd is what they think. Okay, but we have a DNA kit. So once we do the DNA kit, I could actually <laughs> I could show you his whole family lineage, lineage, and it's uh, health, oh, health God. stuff. Did you have to, Did that come with the doll the DNA kit, or was it? <laughs> no, I, I bought it for uh, our anniversary. Renee's Renee's very curious about that stuff, but yeah. they think it's a English or a bull mastiff. I don't know what that's called. A Mastiff and a German Shepherd mix. Gotcha. Um, so no fun times lately, though? Uh, it's okay, man. Nobody's nobody's sick. No one's dying. Yeah. Um, nothing too crazy. Nothing we can handle. can't handle. My dad, fortunately, is really good with this stuff, so I can yeah. just pick up a phone and ask him what to do. And um, He's been incredibly helpful and Renee's family is the same way because both her brothers have owned a house and of course her dad's owned a house. So they've got all these connections or little pointers. Yeah. And I mean, I'm learning a lot, man. It's, it's insane. Like I never would have thought I'd be doing drywall <laughs> or putting in a new mailbox or just learning. All and then I've kind of fallen in love with the, uh, I hated this TV show when I was a kid, but uh, I think it's called this old house. You ever, you ever, you ever watch that show? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I've kind of fallen in love with that show. <laughs> Makes me wish I had one of those. So essentially, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show, but essentially it's a contractor comes out to people's houses, like like idiots like me that don't don't even know how to do the basics of things, and then he kind of sits off to the side and tells you what to do. It kind of does it in like a real easy, easy version, so you can, as also myself as an idiot, I can watch these other people learning and be like, oh, okay, that's how you do that. Like, that's how I learned how to install my new mailbox. Yeah. Well, I will be installing next week. Yeah. 
Okay. So then a garage door open or garage door doesn't work either. <laughs> um it's 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 a weird thing, man. But I was chopping down trees with a chainsaw with my dad too. Mm-hmm. That's been an experience learning chainsaws. But my <laughs> my neighbor next door, I really like him. Um uh, initially I was I felt really weird, but I really I started to really like him. He uh I mean, I'd say they're hoarders, and their 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 grass gets pretty long, and they they really don't care about stuff. Which I'd prefer that than having someone being like, you know, giving you shit because you didn't do something wrong. I'd rather have someone that's like that than someone that's yeah. anal about stuff. But so we're chopping down trees of the property line. I th- I might have told this already, or he comes out with his shirt off and he has his like hands like this. Oh uh, yeah, I think he did this last week. Yeah. yeah. So. He's got his like hands up here with his shirt off, just staring at us, and with this pit bull barking aggressively at us. So it's like, man, this guy really hates me. He hates them chopping down these trees that kind of you know block his, because it was blocking a large portion of his outside horde. It was like, he's got like <laughs> kids' toys out there mixed with like Christmas decorations and some bunch of old grills and mowers and. So that my trees were kind of covering that, and then me taking them down, I think it pissed them off because it meant like you had to clean up. Uh-huh. <laughs> but so I was like, I'm tired of feeling this, this animosity between us. So I was like, I'm just gonna go introduce myself. Uh-huh. And he is the nicest guy in the world. His name's Bill, and he was super nice. And he's lived here for 20 years, and he's telling me all about about his house and himself and really nice guy huh he just like still stare at me with the shirt off (laughs) yeah i really like bill (laughs) (laughs) he's also got this really great car too that uh it has neither a fender nor a bumper and it sounds like someone's starting a tank in the mornings because i think it has no exhaust system Uh uh-huh so he's just uh he's a character and i love him <laughs> i'm probably really not gonna like this when i go to sell this house though because uh i i enjoy that kind of stuff but i'm sure people people that want some sort of normalcy wouldn't want that next door <laughs> but yeah bill's a pretty cool guy <laughs> i could uh I'll, I'll try to keep the podcast updated weekly on my friendship with bill if we can keep this going Okay, hopefully with your luck you don't come back and yeah, Bill's <laughs> he, dead. He murdered me. <laughs> this is my ghost. Bill Bill's actually a, a murderer. <laughs> what have you been up to, though, buddy? I feel like I just went on forever about myself. Oh, no, you're good. I have been up to a whole lot, but almost nothing really negative, so it seems weird. You're just taught this whole time, oh, I did some fun <laughs> stuff. But, uh... <laughs> but, uh... I, uh, well, actually, we got our first email ever, which goes into what I've been doing this week. It's, uh, what? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's from Danielle, which is, um, oh. not surprising since my girlfriend. But what it is, it's surprising. And it should not be, I shouldn't even read it. She was like, I sent really? an email, so you had your first one. And I was like, oh, awesome. All right. So I'll read it word for word. Casey, you keep saying you work your usual 40 hour work week. But you only work 36 hours a week right now. Please correct this forward mistake. Thanks, Danielle. 
So I was about to say I work my normal 40-hour work week. But yeah, right now we're only working 36-hour work week. So I just thought I'd drop out our first email. Unsurprisingly, being from my girlfriend, but not supportive and not like, hey, what's this? And like supporting it, just destroying me. So um, yeah, I've been working my normal 36-hour work week. <laughs> but uh, that actually, I don't know what our schedules are going to be yet, but they said on June 7th, we're going to go back to a 40-hour work week, so it's kind of ironic. But um, so soon I'll figure out what my new hours will be. And uh, besides that, I've actually been up to a couple things, which is not the case lately, as you know. We had a cookout for Memorial Day at my sister's house. So that was a lot of fun. Me and Daniel went over, and my whole family was there, and my niece was there. So it was fun just feeling kind of normal it was really nice weather and she has a little pool out there she was playing with and just nice feeling normal and be able to do something outside and be with people again and that's uh, awesome man yeah you would have loved it she um she's obsessed with bugs right now so <laughs> when i got there she can't i mean she kind of said some words but she can't really talk completely i was gonna say she called me over but she does like a kid does like you know give signals or like makes noises and says certain words to uh call me behind their shed and then she started pointing at these rocks and, and uh i picked up she, ooh, and like kneeled down and there's all these bugs just crawling around ooh, and uh there's a roly-poly and i picked it up and uh it pulled rolled into a ball and i thought she was thinking it was cool so i held it up for her and she's like pee because she always eats peas. Uh, no, 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 no. She's eating. <laughs> yeah, she definitely would, especially if the kid trusts anything. So she would have definitely thought, yeah, go for it. And I'm sure her, she probably wouldn't have noticed, probably was ate a bug. But um, yeah, she's obsessed with it. So we had to do it like five different times. We'd be, she'd be playing in the pool and do, a, like I said, not really call me over, but essentially that and run behind the shed again. And I lifted up and there was a worm in there this time. And uh, I picked it up and, oh, look, ooh, and then ran over and got this bucket and had me put it in the bucket. Oh and my then gosh. this nasty worm was all slimy. She looked at it, and she, cute, and then looked at me. <laughs> and I'm like, this. <laughs> That's and then uh, she thought she found another one. We even thought she found another one. She's coming on the porch and super excited. And she, oh, and then jumped back off the step. And she kneeled down and put her hands on her knees again. Still got real close. And she picked up a stick because she thought it was a worm. And she picked up a what? A stick because it did look a just like a worm. But I even thought it was a worm. But uh, she was so confused. Um, so that was a good time. And uh, all that kind of nonsense never gets old to me. I could do that shit all day. Dude, you, know, you guys should have a, a bug party for her. Like get like one of those dirt cakes, and oh, put like yeah. gummy worms in it and shit, and then get her like a bunch of those dumb little plastic bugs. Yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. If it lasts, that might be a good idea. She, uh, the first time she saw an ant, she was downstairs, and I wasn't there for it, but uh, my mom, and my sisters were, and she was looking at it. And she was completely fine when I was crawling across the floor. And then when I climbed up the wall, she started crying and ran away. <laughs> and then, but now she's obsessed oh, with them, lifts up rocks to see them and grabs them. And so, I don't know, kids are so weird. 
Um, what if you lifted up one of those rocks and there was a big spider there? Uh, I was worried about that. Yeah, I, was, I mean, it's a little kid, but that thing was just going to be dropped right back down and <laughs> those bugs were going to be dead. Just going to witness murder. Yeah, I mean, it was going to happen. No, I thought about that, and there definitely could have been one, but I didn't see any, so I just acted like there wasn't any there. Um, um, no, I ahead. have to ask you something, though. Uh-huh. What do you eat at a cookout? Um, what I ate at this cookout was um, Massey's Pizza from Delivery. That's great, buddy. Yeah, it was a good time. I had Massey's for a while. It was delicious. The only thing I would eat, I kind of like corn on the cob. I just don't really corn on the cob. I just don't really care about it. And then uh, I like grilled cheese, but not a lot of people actually make those on a grill. You can, but most people just make them on a stove. So, we just ordered pizza because it was easier because everybody, everybody's eating hamburgers, steaks, all the normal stuff. Yeah. Now, do you um, do you dress up your corn on the cob, like butter and salt? Yeah. I can't actually remember the last time I had corn on the cob. I used to eat it all the time as a kid, so that's something I would eat. But that's exactly what I did, just a ton of butter and salt. <laughs> that's great. And then, um, besides that, I went to a couple of drive-in movies, which... That was a, a ton of fun. I could talk about the, I guess I could talk about that more in the movies we've been watching. But uh, that's all I've been up to. Nice. <laughs> and then, like um, a lot of fun. yeah. And then um, I guess I could have done an email here for the corrections, questions, and feedback. But uh, yeah, my work week apparently that's a big issue to one viewer only. Um, and uh, then the other thing was the sound that we talked about that we thought we fixed last week was um, issue again last episode with only coming out one headset or one side of the headset. But uh, we did figure out how to do it. But by the time I rendered it, that episode already passed through. So this one will be good. I said that last time, but I messed it up last episode. Did you have anything, Guy? Uh, no. No? Okay. No. But sometimes I listen back, man. I, I worry that my mic sounds a little too, too high. Uh, really, it should be on my end. But if you think it sounds okay, because we kind of talked about it before this. Yeah, I think it sounds okay. The only time I hear it really jump is when you like move in on it. It sounds like it's like kind of almost muffled because it's close. But that's the only time I notice anything. Cool. Cool. Um, so if you have any corrections, questions, or feedback, you can be the second one ever, and I feel like I said a, really the first one, but um, you can be the second <laughs> no, one ever. Yeah, that was the first one. <laughs> and send to currentbackloggers at gmail.com. You got any news this week? Uh, no. I did yeah. not. It was really light this week. This might be a short episode in general. The only things I saw were PlayStation did another state of play for The Last of Us 2, but yep. we both talked about this week if we want to talk about it, and I wasn't thinking, for one, you haven't beat the first one, so you probably wouldn't want to see it in general, but for me, I've seen too much of the game already, and I know I'm going to play it, and anytime you click a video of The Last of Us, it's just a roll of the dice if you're going to get spoiled or not. I'm not worried <laughs> about getting spoiled on Sony's end, but comments or who's ever on the video or whatever. And then 
I know we always talk about sacred symbols. Colin always talks about how once he knows he likes a game or is going to play a game, he doesn't want to see anything else from it. I definitely don't go that far. Like Halo, every time there's a new trailer, I want to see one of those. But there is a certain point at just some games I've seen enough. And like Last of Us, I feel like I've seen too much of it, so I don't want to see any more. So I don't think I'm the far end of that where if I know I'm going to play a game, I don't want to see anything because those trailers, like the Halo trailers, jack me up so much and get me excited for it that I feel like it builds up excitement for it. But I do think there's a certain point where it reaches a point where you feel like you've seen too much of it and don't want to see any more, and that's definitely where I'm at with The Last of Us. So you know what's funny, though, is right after State of Play, I'm sure it was planned, but Sony had already had trailers um, before YouTube videos ready. All right. Um, I was watching something, and I was like, oh, God, skip, 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 because literally a clip from the first one that it was playing to introduce huh. whatever they're getting ready to introduce in the mm-hmm. trailer for the second one. Interesting. It was right after the state of play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Summer Game Fest, which is one that uh, Jeff Healy's hosting, he said they'll be showing more about the Avengers game on June twenty, uh, June twenty fourth. I know both of them are uh, top ten list, and uh, so that's something to look forward to. I'm wondering, his thing was the one that's supposed to run from May till August. So the fact that they're announcing this, I don't know if that means that's the next thing they're going to be showing, or if they're just going to keep announcing stuff because that seems like a long wait between this and Tony Hawk or uh, Unreal Engine. I can't remember which one was the last one. That seems like a long wait between those two. No, I was about to say the same thing, man. Uh, if that's true, you should just have it in chunks and not in like, oh, it's all four months. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, it's possible he announced this and then tomorrow, a week, whatever, he'll announce another thing. But I feel like usually you don't want to do that because then you're overshadowing it. You usually want to announce your next one, but... I mean, he could always be show something two weeks from now and then build up hype for Avengers. So hopefully there is something in between the last one and this one. And then the only other thing I saw was Xbox was talking a lot more about their backwards compatibility. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I must have missed that. There's all kinds of <clears throat> um, crazy specs, but I'm not the best at that. The most interesting thing I saw, though, you know the quick resume feature they've been talking about? On uh, Xbox Series X? Yeah. The, like, um, you can bounce around to different games and start off right where you were. Yeah. So they said that's going to be um, work on every Xbox One game you play on it as well, which I thought was really cool. I did not expect that. Yeah, that's nuts, man. I just don't know. I know people said this a hundred times, but... Microsoft just must must have better software engineers or just a better understanding. Honestly, I think it boils down to probably a better organization of software so they're able to do this stuff. Because it seems like Sony and Nintendo kind of drop the ball on that in that yeah. department. Yeah, I feel like definitely Sony. I feel like Nintendo probably intentionally does it because they're so old school. Yeah, they like but, to make that money too, make yeah. you buy stuff four or five times. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And obviously it works for them because we talked about it. They have more money in the bank than Microsoft and Sony combined, which is fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. But, uh, <laughs> um, 
yeah, you guys should look at it. It's like I said, there's all kinds of crazy specs talking about Xbox One games and how it worked with it, and it was all super impressive. But I don't have it in front of me, and like I said, a lot of that stuff I don't even understand. But I thought that was one thing that stood out that I knew Xbox Series X games would have that feature, but I did not expect Xbox One games to be able to work like that too. Yeah, man. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, as long as something crazy doesn't happen around here, let me knock on some some wood down here. I I want to I want to try and get the both consoles at launch. Oh, really? You're gonna do both? I I'm gonna try definitely Xbox, but um, I'm able to get the Sony. I will the PlayStation. Yeah, that's uh, I definitely want both. It's just a matter of time and. So uh, the fact that Halo launches obviously Xbox first and then PlayStation at some point. So, I mean, I want them to announce all these games I'm hoping for, like Resistance coming back and next Spider-Man, all these games. But at the same time, now I'm be more conflicted to wanting a PlayStation as well, which I know that I probably won't get that for a while. So, but uh, are you planning on just buying online or are you going to try and go to the stores and get them? Um, it's fun going to the stores because I, I feel like there's always a good group of people you can sit mm -hmm. there and talk to and it's, it's just fun, but it's also really nice just to have shit appear at your house. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's, uh, what I'm trying to balance, but if you're going to go to Xbox on day one, I'm down to do that because it'd be way more fun to have somebody else there. Yeah, man, it'd be, um, where would you, we could maybe figure out a store or wherever you wanted to pre-order. I'd probably do, if I was doing a physical store, maybe GameStop. That's what I was going to do as well, because I've been saving up a ton of gift cards, hoping that they don't go out of business, which I think they, oh. I think they're going to be able to stay open, at least till the consoles be able to boost it and see if they can stay in business. I think you're right, yeah. So, hopefully, because I have a shitload of gift cards, so it's going to be real <laughs> sad they'll go away. You know, I was in there the other day. Um, actually, when we get into pickups, so I'll explain, you know, why. But uh, they were actually pretty busy. Really? Yeah, it's got, they have a weird setup right now for the whole quarantine thing. Like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you have you stand in sections, and each video game console is a section. Mm -hmm. um, Xbox One and PS4 have can only have two people at a time looking at them. Um, Switch, I think, had three or two spots. Uh, Wii U and Wii was one spot. Only one person was allowed to look at those games. And one person for PS3 and one person for 360 were allowed to look at a time. Um, Funko Pop, Pops, of course, I think, had two or three spots that people could stand in. But, huh. yeah, it was weird. Isn't that weird? <laughs> like, it's yeah. only one person allowed to look at this stuff at a time. Even if you're in a group, like if we walked in together? No, no. If you know each other, uh, I'm sure they don't care. So that just seems really weird at that point. They even had tape on the floor to like tell you where to stand when you're looking at that section. I've been thinking about how weird that shit's going to be once things are normal. If they're just going to right away tear that shit out or if it's going to kind of stay there and just be precautious or if they're just going to, even if they're not precautious, just be lazy and leave it there and in like a couple of years, like new kids are going to be like, what the hell is all this shit? And, uh, it was a different time. <laughs> but what is or, it? Why uh, is it here? Yeah. Uh -huh. 
like uh, we always talk about how over the years it's slowly slowly has gotten worse i think the pinnacle of what people watching was probably for me might have been 2000 i think it was 2009 when i <laughs> i was there when someone got shot at a target <laughs> for cutting this lady in line i think i've told you that story before right yeah hello you there can you hear me yeah can you hear me yeah yep okay yeah i can hear you the whole time i said yeah oh yeah. oh okay yeah but ever since then it's just like i'm glad that's the pinnacle because the guy survived it was just a little pocket 22 that went right through his arm and she's in prison but uh, it was so dumb you're mad someone cut you in line now you're in prison for years um but just over the years it's slowly gotten less yeah. and less and less it feels like there's less people and stores are more prepared and way more organized so you don't have mad rushes that were always fun to watch and this this might be the if i wouldn't like a few months ago I'd be like oh there's no way corona be still going on but seeing how things are now i'm kind of curious if black friday will be dead yeah say i hope not but at the same time it would be nice to be able to go in and get all the deals but like most things, unless there's like a huge outbreak or something changes, that could be, com I could see that should be worse than ever because people like to talk about how they're really concerned and all this, but even just things going kind of back to normal now, everybody's like, oh yeah, do whatever. And all the people usually, like most things, the people that have uh, preached the most are the ones that are practicing it the least. And, but, oh yeah, I'm going to get my hair cut the day they open. I'm going to work out. I can't wait to do this. Which I don't care if people do that. That's they have the right. But it's just ironic that all these people are saying this shit, or all the people I've heard preach it the most about how you need to be safe and what you can't be doing and judging people. And then, <laughs> God damn, that hurts so bad. Oh, <laughs> that was a that was a good one. <laughs> shit, dude. You should have thrown him. My kid got famous. That was uh that was a little well my it was like sitting there tapping me on my leg, like, hey, I gotta get up there, I gotta I gotta tell him something. <laughs> and then uh, he had enough of my shit and just hopped up there and really dug into my Holy cow, dude. I am <laughs> I'm bleeding a little bit. <laughs> so uh that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, that was uh then it like went in my skin. It's just my skin went in. And then instead of pulling out like that, it was like pulling out like this. That could be taken so many ways. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that. Look at that sexy set. God, that is bleeding. <laughs> My chest hair. All right. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. That's all I was saying that it definitely could be the slowest, most dead year. But I could see it being the opposite where it actually not the worst year ever but worse than it has been recently because people are just so cooped up and um people are so low on money that they're gonna go overboard with sales and i can sure that business are gonna take advantage of having better sales because of that and uh so i could see it going either way kind of like uh, ross's dress for less what's that oh it's um i guess they're we had a couple in uh, when I lived in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Essentially, it's like your 
it's like an even cheaper TJ Maxx. Oh, okay. It's um, so it's just clothing and house goods, and they get toys in sometimes too. Like you see a lot of McFarlane toys there. Mm-hmm. And basically, if something doesn't sell at a regular store, it's like big lots. They'd sell it to them, but they always had even crazy, just crazy cheap prices. So their businesses business is based on these stores giving them stuff that didn't sell um, for cheap prices. And since they were shut down for Corona, they had their warehouses were full and more was coming, and they couldn't turn them away. So every like pretty much everything in their stores were discounted to like. Um, I see people like posting that like all clothing items were fifty cents, and these are like name brand name uh, name brand clothing. I think the full name of the store is Ross Dress for Less or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of eBayers buy stuff to resell. Yeah. There, but uh, so right after Corona was lifted, they basically said like everything's fifty cents, so they could clear a room, empty warehouses, and bring more in, oh. and people. People were posting pictures of Rosses that they had sold everything in their stores. People just filled up their carts, and it was a uh-huh. mad dash, and there's huge lines, and uh, people camping out and stuff like that. So I think you're right, man. I think uh, people don't feel scared. It won't, especially especially then. Um, yeah. I think you're right about that, just seeing Ross yeah. going through that. Yeah, it's funny how fast people's perceptions can change on things. Like, uh, like I said, I'm not judging anybody. If they want to do shit, I get it. But I just think it's ironic that most people I see doing stuff are the same people are preaching the most about other people not doing stuff and judging people, and then they're the ones doing the most shit now. Yeah. Or do you remember, uh, oh, man, Gabriel Brothers or Value City before they were just furniture? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how Ross was. Ross is. Okay, I gotcha. Um, I actually meant to talk about it earlier, but now would be a good time with uh, people forgetting the virus and all that. We didn't talk about the NHL coming back. Yes, boy. Yeah, so I feel like that's a prime example of it. They announced that they'd be coming back on uh, with the 2014 playoff format. The Columbus Blue Jackets are in it for the fourth year in a row. Go Jackets. Um, and they said that training camp won't even start till July 10th. So we're still probably at least a month and a half till the season starts. But I feel like everything's just moving so fast that that's coming back. The MLS is talking about coming back. The NFL said uh, – the teams and coaches could uh, maybe start reporting back to their facilities as early as next week. And I just feel like that's all it takes for people to start forgetting. I know everybody was talking about how things will never be the same and everybody's going to be so precautious. And that could be the case and I could be dead wrong. But like I said, I felt like people are just so reactionary over everything. And sports is actually a good example of people being way too reactionary, not involved in this, just, sports on a normal day that uh i feel like they preach so much about what they're seeing at the time instead of realizing what can change in such a small period of time no you're right man i'm I'm glad to get some sports back sport back but uh we could talk about what what we've been watching um we get into that but i've actually been watching wrestling 
All right. WWE. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just nice to have a little something sports thrown in there. Yeah. Well, uh, I said we still got a while till the NHL is coming back, but it's official now, and it seems like most of them are coming back. The only one I think is going to be the biggest issue is college sports because, like I said, it um, it depends so much on you can't just look at the big programs like Ohio State and Michigan and LSU. You have to worry about over 100 programs and all these schools that could care less about their athletics. Uh, yeah, I saw um... – Oregon might cancel, and um, Michigan said that they might cancel all sporting if uh, students aren't allowed back on campus, but to be honest with you, I think they've canceled all sporting events for the last probably 20 years. <laughs> Got him. Um, did you see the athletic director of Ohio State said that um, he thinks they could have twenty four to 40,000 people at football games. I did. I did. Which I think that's complete reasonable, completely reasonable. And I don't get why they're doing no fans at the games in the first place. I get, I know why they're doing it, but I don't get why there can't be a middle ground. Like the uh, Nationwide Arena for the Blue Jackets holds over 19,000 people. So why couldn't you have 9,000 people there and still follow all the precautions? Especially because groups are still allowed to be together, like people that come together. So, not even probably at least thirty percent of those people could still sit next to get to each other, anyways, like in their own groups. So, you could easily have nine thousand people in a nineteen thousand person stadium. I don't really get it. You know what really sucks is getting out of nationwide. Yeah. How there's always that funneling of people. Uh huh. Um, at the top floor. I wonder yeah. how they'll be able to, to deal with that. Like they meter people or what? Well, um, you mean if they did that, if they have 9,000 people there? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about when you, um, especially the very, if you, because I, I do never, I never, rarely am I ever in the lower bowl for um, the Blue Jackets, maybe once. But if you're up the upper bowl and you go down to like the the waiting area for the escalators, mm-hmm. and there's people always get bottlenecked there. Yeah. Ugh. Cat's got my leg now. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm not Hello? sure if it's, I'm not sure if it's not coming through. I said yeah. Oh okay yeah sorry I think uh, your Discord is um, trying to auto cancel noise and. It's um, getting your voice. I gotcha. Um, yeah, well, the NHL, they didn't say they're doing it. I just don't see why they They said right now that there's no fans. I just don't see why they wouldn't do that. It doesn't make much sense oh, to me. Oh, sorry. I thought you said why wouldn't. Okay. I thought you said why wouldn't the Buckeyes do it. They could. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's all they said. The Buckeyes said, what, 28,000 you said? Yeah, twenty four to forty thousand, forty five thousand is what they said, and that's what I'm saying. That makes complete sense because that place holds over a hundred thousand people, so you could easily still follow all the precautions and have those amount that many people in there. Yeah. So I don't know why everywhere I can't do that. Like Nationwide Arena holds over nineteen thousand. Why can't they have nine thousand people in there and still follow all the precautions and not have this awkward empty stadium? Yeah, I gotcha. 
Like, I just yeah. still think the nationwide the exits would still be so jammed up. That for it usually makes more sense just to hang out for a few minutes and then start moving. Like uh, the NFL, I don't know if you heard they are talking about doing no fans and they're talking about echoing fake uh, sound in the uh, stadiums. What? So that way, yeah, so that way it sounds like people are there, which sounds way worse than just having no fans, which already sounds terrible. That sounds like a, a football sitcom, like a, rap, a laugh track of when you're yeah. supposed to make noise. And uh, <laughs> What if they hit the wrong thing? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it to make it sound natural, if they're really going to do that. I don't see them doing it. Or you overseas. Think still boo the refs? Um, no, they probably have some cheer in there. Good uh, job. I don't, or I don't know if you saw overseas, they were doing cardboard cutouts of the fans and putting them in there. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is so ridiculous. Did you see, I think it was the national soccer, or some soccer team in South Korea was actually used sex dolls? Yeah, that's what I was going to say next. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see where it all goes, but like I said, I really don't see why they can't have a middle ground like Ohio State's talking about because I do think it's completely reasonable. The only thing I think you run the issue with there is how do you handle those tickets because that is such a slim amount of people for something that's going to undoubtedly sell out. So I feel like you know, potential for a lot of issues because like, why did he get an eye in it? But Ohio State was talking about how um, – it would be priority towards family and close friends, which I think is completely reasonable. But the issue is there's not a lot of reasonable people in the world. So especially, I love Ohio State, but Ohio State fans, and well, I've been a lifelong fan, and I, which that sucks, but I feel like it's pretty obvious if you're a family member that you should get to see your kid play over somebody who's a fan. But like I said, unfortunately, I could see the angle of that because most people aren't reasonable and probably wouldn't just think like that. Yeah, no. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely family members. Yeah. But the NHL, I feel like, is a little different because, I mean, sure, family should be allowed there and everything, but that's not college. So I feel like fans should have the right ad about it. And uh, the biggest issue there, I feel like, is that everybody has season tickets and everything. I'm pretty sure they got refunded since they're not, there wasn't going to be a season and the regular season got cut off. They're not going to finish the regular season out. So I can see them being upset about it, but I feel like that's a pretty easy way to handle that because we know the season's not going to start for at least a month and a half. So I feel like you could call every season ticket holder because I'm sure it's not more than 9,000 anyways. But hey, if you want your ticket, you can buy it right now. And if not, then somebody else is going to get it and give everybody a chance that got screwed over at not getting their tickets. Even though I would love a ticket, I feel like that does make sense to contact those people first. I just feel like there's really reasonable, normal ways you could handle it. Yeah, it's uh, it's all weird, man. And seeing, I had quite the scare a couple of days ago, or was it yesterday? My mom had misheard it. She's like, "Is it true that Golden Corral's going out of business?" And I was like, "Don't you say that? Don't you say that heresy?" And I looked it up. They're closing their corporate locations, and thankfully, the three in Columbus are uh, franchises. But at what point? Is to stop because I feel like it's, it's destroying a lot of businesses. Oh, definitely. 
Yeah. And it's it's not it's not down the line either, man. It's like Walmart, you're fine. Like Walmart, Kroger, Amazon, those guys got to love it. Cuz they they're just like posting like record sales and mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, everybody else is kind of getting the shitty end of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see where it all goes, especially with sports. We'll get a better idea in the months ahead. Um, before we get to gaming pickups, I guess I could tell you related animal news since your cat scratched you. My dog Buckeye bit <laughs> me for the first time in history. He bit you? Yeah, first time in history. It was uh, it was definitely was my fault, but I've been playing it up and talking about how he's bit me, and uh, I can't trust him anymore. So <laughs> he was already, he was already in a crazy mood playing with toys, and you know I can take toys right out of his mouth, take food out of his mouth, everything. He doesn't bite me, and uh, so he's already crazy. And instead of keep playing with his toy, I uh, grabbed onto my shorts and let him bite those, and he's like pulling on them and yank him back and then um i pushed him away from my shorts and then he came back to bite on it and i moved my shorts so he went to bite for the shorts and his big tooth just went straight into my leg and it uh, actually hurt quite a bit and just you can see a straight tooth mark but like i said it was completely my fault when he wasn't even trying to bite me but i've been playing it up like i can't trust him anymore and he just attacked me Did you flinch every time he comes in the room yeah, I actually made that joke with Danielle. Yeah, I was like, oh, God. Um, but, yeah, it's so, it's so funny because um, the next day he uh, grabbed a whole chicken breast out of the uh, trash can. Danielle was like, Casey, can you come get it? And he's under the uh, table, and I reached under and took a whole chicken breast right out of his mouth, and he didn't bite me. So, yeah, he definitely oh, still won't. Um, uh-huh, he just let me take it out of his mouth. <laughs> but Was it raw? Yeah, well, it was frozen, but, yeah, it was it was no good. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, obviously still won't bite me because he let me pick it, take a fucking chicken breast out of his mouth. But I've been playing it up like he's just some disastrous thing now. <laughs> um, so you said gaming pickups. I don't have any. What do you got? Um, you gotta give me a sec. I go grab them. Is that fine? Yeah. I'll run and go grab them real quick. Uh huh. Keep the show rolling here. Yeah, I got you. All right, buddy. I'll be right back. Okay. I don't like the sound of this. Amizian come back with some uh, horrific games, especially look at the way he's walking. And uh, he spiked the mic by putting his headset down. He's just very unprofessional. I don't understand it. I'm considering doing a solo show so I can rant and talk about random things. So I don't have these awkward bits at the end that don't really connect to this show. So let me know if you guys think I should do that. And if I should, do you have any good names for a random show like that? Be talking about like social issues, politics, coronavirus, all that nonsense. Let me know because he's back. Power to the players. <laughs> all right, I'm back. All right. Thanks, GameStop ad. I was going to check my chest, man. It's actually kind of hurting. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I stopped over at GameStop. They had their, uh, what is it called? Their Memorial Day sale, Memorial Day weekend sale. And I had that, some credit saved up and, uh, that $5 thing. It's like, I better get over there. And I've been watching a YouTuber that works with Metal Jesus Rocks, uh, uh, Reggie. 
and he's doing a series on games that GameStop sells relatively cheap that he expects to go up in, in value or they're worth picking up while they're nothing before GameStop stops selling them mm -hmm. and inevitably going up in price. So I went and I was like, let me let me go buy some of those titles because FOMO. Uh, and right now, and it's something I do a lot, the, the manager there that GameStop, I really like him on Morse Road. He told me that they do the sale a lot, but and it might be a continuous thing. But 360 and PS3 games, it is buy two, get two on 999 or less, and there's a lot of 999 or less games. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'll well I'll start with some of the weird stuff. Like uh he had it off to the side and he told me about it was the collector's edition for uh 8-bit armies, which is, I think is a, um, this might have been a GameStop exclusive. I'm not sure. How much was that? Uh, this was $12. Huh. Yeah, he said uh, he actually marked it down and put it at, at used. But it kind of looks like a, um, I used to play this game called Ace of Spades, and this kind of almost looks like, looks like a version of that. And it's, Twelve dollars because I wanted to buy the game anyways, and the fact that the collector's edition, I think at the time was, is buying at twelve ninety nine is um, less than what the game actually costs itself. Mm -hmm. And then I got Xbox Christmas ornaments. You know, they were these were two dollars. <laughs> So I said, why not? You know, definitely. Also, I bought this stuff right before this house stuff happened. So I was like, man, yeah. I shouldn't have bought this stuff. Um, before we get to the next thing, I can ask you a couple of questions about your ornaments. So uh -huh. um, are you guys going to get a real or fake tree? Um, definitely a, a fake one. I'm a fake tree guy. Oh, you motherfucker. You need to get a real one. You'll change your mind. Danielle was a fake tree girl as well. There's nothing like it. I, my mom was, my mom was a, my mom's huge into Christmas trees. She's got a, she puts a, probably right around, I don't know, after Thanksgiving or probably, a, she probably honestly starts after um, Halloween, she'll do a Christmas tree in each room, a different theme, mm -hmm. and she would always try to get a real one. And I just remember my mom like watering it, and then removal was always a uh, a crazy thing, trying to figure out some place to get rid of it after you're done. Huh. And I remember sap and being sticky and pine needles being everywhere, and then my mom having to get underneath it and watering it. So some of that is true, but especially if she was over the top like that, she probably did way more than you needed to and went crazy with it because we got ours, um, I think mid November and kept it past Christmas and watered it once a week and it stayed healthy past Christmas. And, um, it depends what kind of pine tree you get. We get the kind that are thin needles, so they're not sharp and aren't pokey and really annoying. They do fall off a fair amount. I mean, all you got to do is sweep that up. And then the sap 
is an issue if you're grabbing directly on a tree and you're like messing with it. But I mean, the only time I really do that is when I'm first setting it up. And then disposing <laughs> of the tree, that should be pretty easy. I mean, we have it really easy at our apartment because they um, said you set it out by, uh, I think, January 2nd, they'd pick it up. But most, oh, wow. most apartment, I mean, uh, most neighborhoods do it too. Like cities, they'll tell you that you have to have it out on uh, New Year's Eve or whatever, and they'll come pick it up. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's pretty easy, and you just set it out like uh, in front of your mailbox, and they just grab it. Huh. Yeah, maybe, maybe it'd be fun to go out like to a, a place and pick one. And oh, yeah. It's all so that cool. jazz. Mm -hmm. Would she uh, let you use the Xbox ornaments no matter what tree you got? Yeah, yeah, she don't care. She does not care. Um, I actually have, um, I've been waiting for this. I've been stockpiling ornaments just for this. Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of South Park ones that are ready to go and uh, video game controllers. And I got a bunch of nerdy shit ones. So yeah, she's going to have to be okay with it. There you go. Um, I was going to say something, but now I can't. Oh, uh, funny story. So my mom was always real serious about Christmas trees mm -hmm. and she would decorate a bunch. Anyway, my sister loved playing this game where my sister would get on her back. This already sounds dirty, um, but <laughs> she would get on her back and put her knees to her chest, and I would balance on her feet, and then she would throw me across the room. And you know, I'd get pretty high, but I always thought, wow, that's a lot of fun. But looking back, I was like, man, we really could have like broken our leg uh -huh. or broken my arms or anything. But so one time she launched me and I landed in the Christmas tree and it uh, brought the whole Christmas tree down. Oh my God. And made a huge mess. So me and my sister uh, blamed the uh, the cat, which in my mom would stopped and thought about it. It made no sense. We had the laziest cat in the world. He didn't do anything. <laughs> but we, we blamed the cat. My mom was so mad at the cat. <laughs> Um, and then she, for forever, pretty much, this had to have been maybe 2000. <clears throat> I was really young. So I was, I was still young enough that my sister had no problem picking me up and throwing me. So maybe 99, 98, something like that, really little. And my mom believed that all the way till probably about 2014. We finally told her that it was actually me that brought the whole tree down. <laughs> Not bad. But, yeah, so we, 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 there was like a heist. We uh -huh. got away with it, man. Uh, let me see here. Let me scrape these up. Oh, then I got this guy. Um, I ended up getting him for $5, and it sells on eBay for like 30 But it's uh, Gene from Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. With this little keyboard there. Look at that. That's just cute. That's cute. Oh, you know, I needed this stuff for the. Oh Jesus! I needed this stuff for the house, though. Every time I think the bag's empty, I find another one. So, I'll start off with the the least cool one. Okay. But I really enjoyed these games when I was a kid, and I remember playing one where it was like plugged straight into the TV. Mm -hmm. I was really into paintball as a kid, but it's uh, Greg Hastings' Paintball 2. 
Oh yeah. The three fifty. I still love that. Yeah. Um, but the the reason I got it is I like on rail shooters, and most paintball games are on rail shooters. But I think these ones you actually move around a little bit. They're more like Call of Duty. Yeah, at least and the old ones were. What's that? The old ones definitely were. Yeah. Yeah, man, and it it has um, it's complete. It's in really good shape. Still has its manual, but then the best part is is it comes with this pass. This uh, I don't know if it was the first run of games or if you had a, it was a certain store had this, but you have a, fee, a free field and rental pass inside, and they are available all over the the United States. And this is from 2010, but this has no expiration date. So technically, I could still take this somewhere and use it. Uh huh. Um, did you play the first paintball oh, game of his? That's the real value, you know. Did you play the first paintball game of his? Uh, Tenchu Z on the 360. This one's also complete in really good shape. And the, the manager also knows I'm really uh, anal about cases and manuals. So he uh, will actually go through there and look at all of his copies mm -hmm. and choose the best one for me. Because sometimes even if there is an empty case on the, the floor, they have cases and manuals behind the desk sometimes. Um, test drive uh, unlimited. I like these little racers. Yeah. It was also complete and in really good shape. Uh, I think I already have this, but it was worth it for the price. Um, Star Ocean, The Last Hope. Mm -hmm. This has got uh, a crazy amount of discs to complete. Um, I do not own this game, but I played it. Um, I had played it and really liked it back in the day, and I, I played the newest, well, the one before this one, the newest one. It's uh, Dead Rising on the oh, 360. Yeah. I like this little uh, disclaimer on the front. This game was not developed, approved, nor licensed by uh, George... A. Romero. I would love to see George A. Romero at that time develop a video game. <laughs> like actual coding. Um, and then I had, I had, I picked out a game that I was really excited for. I forget what it was, but then he realized they didn't, oh, it was uh, Operation Raccoon City. Uh, that yeah. was on his list of games to pick up while they're cheap at GameStop. But they didn't have it, so I had to settle with Dynasty Warrior 7. It's also complete, in really good shape. Um, and then I never played this one, but I really wanted to. I think there's a remaster out of it now. I know there's a remaster out of it now, but uh, Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I like the premise of that one. Mm -hmm. It just sounds cool. Uh, this is a game I always wanted to get as well, and that is uh, Deadpool. Oh, yeah. For the 360. Yeah, I heard that was pretty fun. It's also another one where he went through and picked out a better case for me. 
Um, and this is Diablo 3. There you go. Case in hand. Another one where he searched and found me a better case. He's such a nice guy. I love that guy. Uh, I'll save that one for last. That's what I'm most excited about. I didn't expect to find this one, especially for the price. But um, we'll save that one. Um, this X, Human Revolution. This was on his list. Case and manual. Almost a little too minty. Fresh out the wrapper. And then a PS3 game, uh, Starhawk, which was a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, it's been was... on my list for quite a while, but it's for some reason having a hard time tracking down a decent copy that was complete. That's all online, isn't it? I found it, and so I said, sure. I'll go ahead and pick it up. Isn't that all online? Um, my favorite find, I was really shocked to find this, and if it was going to sit on the shelf any longer, was a Fuse for the 360. Mm -hmm. It's also in super minty condition, which, of course, is uh, made by Insomniac Games. So he was telling me, I don't know how truthful, I mean, I believe him because we were talking about other stuff, but uh, he said that it's kind of sought after now that since Insomniac is Sony and they don't think that this will be the only way to play this game from you know going on into the future. I don't know if Microsoft has the rights to it or what. Um, at least on an Xbox mm -hmm. sense of things. But yeah, that's my whole pickup. Um, most of the games were 250 a piece because of the four for 10. Um, buy two, get two. Or if if they're most of my five to six dollar ones, and the $10 ones, which there was only four of, would have been uh, $5 a piece, right? Yeah, five bucks a piece. So none of those games were above $5. Um, with the ornament and the action figure and the collector's edition, I think it was, actually I got the receipt here. The grand total was $60. So I Not feel like bad. a... How many games is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen games. So I can't count. Fourteen games, ornaments. Uh, well, technically, fifteen with the collector's edition and action figures. Not that bad for sixty bucks. Yeah. Um, can you hear me? You still there, Casey? Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh oh, it's just me. I'm all by myself. Are you muted? No, can you hear me? Maybe I'll call Casey on the phone, see if he'll pick up. Casey. Hello. Hey, buddy. I can't. I can't hear you. Yeah, I talked a few I times while you're doing the game. I was guessing you couldn't. 
because um, you aren't um, stopping, but my mic's lighting up every time I talk, so I'm not sure. So you can still hear me right now. This is still the podcast. Uh huh. Oh, that's great. I love it. Okay, let me. Uh, I'll call right back. Okay. Can you, hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Man, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, let me uh, let me play some music here and see if I can hear that. Man, no, I can't hear anything. It's definitely on my end. Hold on. What? Oh, I guess it would help. Somehow I got muted. Can't hear me. But I still can't hear you. It won't let me unmute. Oh, say something now. Hello. Oh, how about that, dude? I muted myself. Um, I, I muted my audio, not myself. Sorry. No, I had a feeling because uh, I said quite a few things, but I was like, ah, I'll just stop saying it because I'm pretty sure you can't hear me. <laughs> um, I probably saw like a huge asshole. You're like, yeah, that game. Like, yeah, so anyways, next game. Oh, Jesus. No, was, that is how it sounded, yeah. but that's why after it kept happening, I was like, all right, I guess it can't, I'm guessing it can't hear me. Um, I didn't try and remember the few things I was saying. Uh, Grace Hastings, you uh, you say you played the first one? Um, I remember playing yes on the original Xbox. I think. Do you remember there's a level based all around uh, Balls Garana? No. What is that? The energy drink that we always have. Oh no, That's... I don't remember that. That's what uh, really caught our interest because we love paintballing and then that energy drink we were obsessed with. And there's a a, a course, there's just nothing but balls, like all the uh, obstacles and things <laughs> you go around or a bottle of balls and advertisement for balls. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was definitely my favorite level. And uh, yeah, those games aren't on rail. They're like move around and I was going to say tactical, you... but not really tactical. Did you ever have the the one where I th I think I was thinking on rail is um, did you ever have the paintball gun that plugged into your uh, AV cables and you actually have the paintball gun? No. And you shoot at your screen with it. Mm -mm. That's I spent a lot of time on that thing. Huh. Um. What else did I talk about? Um. Now I'm already blanking. But uh. You want me to go over the some of the games again? Yeah, you can read them really quick, see if I remember. So, Speed Round, uh, Paintball, Tension Z, Test Drive Unlimited, Star Ocean, The Last Hope, um, Dead Rising, uh, Dynasty Warrior 7, Assassin's Creed 3, Deadpool, Diablo 3, Deus Ex, uh, Human Revolution, Starhawk, and Fuse. Okay, yeah, I remember a few of them. I said I had uh, Diablo 3 if you ever want to play that because uh, I was actually liking it, but the person I played with dropped out in co-op. Um, yeah, man. I think that game's a lot of fun. It's a good waste of time kind of game. Um, uh, and then Starhawk, isn't that game all online? Or is there anything that's offline? Oh, no, there's definitely some offline. Oh, is there? Yeah, I think there's a whole campaign. Um, I know it's got multiplayer, but I think there's a whole campaign. 
because I know the the uh, servers are shut down. That's why I was wondering if it was still even playable. Yeah, off uh, offline, one to two people. Uh, okay. Um, because uh, it was on that Reggie Reggie's list, and I think he would have mentioned that. I think he mainly focuses in fighters, and I don't think he really talks about multiplayer too much. Gotcha. Um, and then the only other two was I heard Deadpool was good. So uh, if you actually play that, let me know what you think. That's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, I remember I was working at Subway at the time. Uh, gosh, it was a couple of years after I graduated. And my manager there had a – he got it right as it came out, and he told me it was amazing. But he's also the same guy that would buy WWE games every year and say they're amazing. Yeah. From the reviews I saw, it didn't look like a standout game. It just looked like it was better than most of the games that are like that, the property games that come out. So I feel like for us to play a lot of games, it'll probably just seem like good and mediocre, but I feel like it probably stood out more because you're used to those games being so terrible. Also, I can give you a little insider here. Because mm -hmm. the Reggie videos made me curious. I was like, man, what point do they stop selling the 360 and PS3 games? So I went and I asked him, I was like, bro, have they, has GameStop talked about this at all to you? He's like, he's like, they have, but basically what they're saying is they're just essentially going to stop taking, like right now they're not taking any trade-ins on uh, 360 or PS3 games during the Corona thing. But he thinks that they might stop and only accept backwards compatible 360 games oh. or big titles that people would want for like Wii or PS3 and 360. Yeah. And he thinks they would hang on to the sought after games for those consoles, but all of the snickle fritz or your filler titles, they would, wouldn't accept anymore. That makes sense business wise. Yeah. And backwards compatible makes sense too, because yeah. they'll still be able to play on your new Xbox. Yeah. Um, and then fuse, you're talking about that from insomniac. They're obviously one of my favorite developers. Did you ever play that game? No, man. He was he was really excited though. He's like, you're gonna really like this. Yeah, I want to give that game another chance because uh, I said they're one of my favorite developers, and I remember trying the demo, and I was really underwhelmed. But I feel like that's I like them so much that I might have not given it a fair shot, especially because I don't know if you remember the development of that game. It kept mm -hmm. being pushed back, and the uh, original art style was completely different, and it looked much cooler. And then they changed it, so I feel like my views on it might have been skewed a little bit based off of the uh, delays and being excited for it and then the art style again changed and being bummed out. But I feel like maybe I didn't give it a fair chance and want to try again. Yeah, and I feel like... I'm trying to think. I don't really know many um, Xbox 3... or uh, bad Insomniac games. Yeah, I can't think of any. And even so, even if this is their worst game, I feel like it would still be, well, that was pretty decent or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, even the demo, I don't remember, this is fucking terrible. I was just like, eh, and puts it aside. I think even right now, you could pick up, um, I'm on eBay right now trying to figure out a, um, I think right now, like, 10 bucks is a good going price for it. I picked it up for two fifty, which is why he was kind of like, if it's sitting there any longer, I was going to grab it, mm -hmm. kind of thing. But even on eBay, which is going to be your highest priced areas, it's just still only ten bucks. Okay. So if if you plan on buying three sixty and PS three games and Wii and Wii U, 
and Vita and DS, whatever that generate was seventh generation or is that sixth generation? I can't remember what generation that is, but uh, now's the time to do it because it's only it's I think it's only going to go up from here. It's yeah. pretty much reaching the bottom right now. That's why you just saw me <laughs> just name off fourteen games right after I said we need to start playing more. But it's I'm just afraid that. I'm, my time to buy these sheep is running out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny you mentioned uh, Vita. I meant to talk about the state of play. I didn't watch it. And this isn't a spoiler. Have you seen the great memes coming out of uh, the state of play about the Vita? No. So in one of the scenes, Ellie is uh, killing. She's strangling some girl. And the girl has a Vita in her hand for some reason. <laughs> And uh, so there's been a ton of great memes about it. One I saw said uh, they really want people to think this game's realistic, and they said it in 2038, and act like somebody still cares about Vita. That's so great. <laughs> and then um, I know a lot of people hate on Polygon, but they actually had the funniest one I saw. It said um, Ellie kill, kills the last Vita um, Vita supporter, and then she's just in there strangling this person with a Vita. <laughs> Which I mean, honestly, it's kind of what Sony did with the Vita, anyways. Yeah, I don't feel like Sony put the Vita in there either. So I don't know if Nidal just thought it'd be cool to have it in there. But I feel like it's weird because they never made a Vita game themselves. So if they wanted to support it, I'm not sure. I feel like with how big they are, they could have a really small team and make something really cool and support the Vita. Not that there's no way they're gonna do it now, but I mean, like a year or two into, I'm surprised they didn't. Yeah, um, especially with already having one of their. Uh, uncharted being on there and considered yeah. even though they didn't make it but uh uncharted was considered like the best vita game yeah yeah that game Western. was really fun i didn't even finish it but i need to another game um so have you not been playing anything at all this week i know you said that you haven't been playing anything i know if there really hasn't been anything at all uh i said enough's enough and i'm tired of like frantically running around here and feeling damp drywall and freaking out about it but so i sat down and played the witcher for a couple hours and gave myself a little break i got you nothing besides that no that's it man gotcha. i uh played a couple more hours more of sensitive overdrive still loving that game just nothing but fun can't take it serious but so much fun i still can't wait for you to get to that scene we talked about last time um i uh also, probably need to start shutting off my Xbox so I can accurately track games. I was like, I wonder how long I've been playing this game. And at most, I'd guess five hours. But my tracker says I'm almost at 17 hours because I've left it on the menu so much. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, I need to stop doing this because my stats like, aren't that much higher than yours. And it said you play like two hours, and mine's almost at like 17 hours. <laughs> um, That's fantastic. Yeah. Been uh, playing some more of the regular. I've been playing some Madden, working through our franchise. Um, I'm undefeated besides that one bullshit game that got simulated and, uh, played a lot of, uh, MCC. I've been playing the, um, multiplayer on there. Halo just never gets old to me. And then my little sister got on and we played some Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. And I haven't played that one yet. I actually liked Garden Warfare, both of them a lot. So I haven't played that one. It was actually a shitload of fun. I was liking it a lot and then played more Destiny 2 and again had a shitload of fun and still have no fucking clue what I'm doing, but 
it's a good time for some reason. Ugh. Yeah, those, uh, especially Garden Warfare, always felt like a little kid's Gears of War. I liked it. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember when they initially announced at E3. That was one of the best reveals ever because they called it Garden Warfare, Warfare, obviously, to play off of Modern Warfare because that's when that blew up. And the uh, trailer at E3 was so over the top, and everybody was like, oh, shit, what is this? And they bust out into Plants vs. Zombies, and this is fucking awesome. And uh, Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I feel like it's a perfect game that people that aren't into that, game, aren't that into games can play it and have fun, but you can't be actually really good at it, and there is a lot of skill to it, so I feel like it's like a good mixture instead of something like Call of Duty or Tactical Shooter where it takes so much to get really good at it. Um. Uh, what which uh, what flower would you use? Um, I like switching between them because I like they're so different. I think their class are cool and everything. But my favorite was uh the corn. I feel like. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, I don't think he is, but I think I just play with him better. I feel like he's almost overpowered, but like I said, I feel like that's just because he fits my play style better because the game does seem balanced. But the corn is definitely the one I rocked, and he's the funniest too. He looks my. Almost like borderline inappropriate with the corn stocks coming out of the back, like the giant ass cheeks. And you gotta see his run animation in this game. I was laughing out loud. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> um, I think mine was uh, the pea shooter. Uh, pea shooter, yeah. He's a he's a classic. He's the one they usually start with. And you could do the little army thing with him. Um, I think I might have messed around with the sunflower. Yeah. That's like the healer, essentially. Yeah, I was about to say that he healed. Yep. Well, if you see Neighbor Vale cheap, that game is so much fun. That's the only reason I haven't played it more is because obviously none of my friends really play that game. But that game is a shitload of fun. Um, you been watching anything? Um, just a few documentaries. Okay. Uh, but that's really the extent of it. I, um, did I talk about clerks on the last episode? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's, uh, that's probably the last actual movie I've watched. Oh, really? Cause while I'm at work, um, when I'm on like little breaks and stuff, I'm doing eBay stuff cause I can't, uh, um, can't uh do it at home because i'm like focusing on the home stuff yeah i gotcha um i just watched a decent amount so at the drive-ins the first night i saw sandlot which i can't tell you the last time i saw a movie but i used to watch it that was one of those like repeat movies as a kid that i just watched over and over and i posted on my snapchat that scene where the kid throws up and they're at the uh the fair and that song's playing. I don't even know what it's called, but that whole scene and song's just ingrained in my head. And that movie's so awesome. And then uh, I think two days later, we went again to see The Greatest Showman, which I'm not a fan of musicals, but I like that movie a lot. And I think there's aspects to like that movie if you don't like musicals. But more than mo those movies itself, it was just kind of again getting out and the drive in and kind of feeling like a kid again, especially the first one being Sandlot. It was just really cool, and the weather was perfect for it. There was, it was like 
not hot but not cold i had a hoodie on so this just so much fun it was at uh easton which is like a a big mall around here but it's at a new part i don't think you've probably been to cody and it's a really nice setup and behind you they have this ridiculous uh columbus sign on this dirt mound to uh replicate hollywood and they have these lights all <laughs> around it and I was, this is so awesome i think you'd like it is a lot free no but it's only uh ten dollars per car like even most drive-ins usually paying per person so you just pay for the whole car no matter how many people you have in it, it's only ten dollars wow and uh the quality of it's probably better than most drive the screens isn't as big but the quality of it the picture looks way better the sound is way louder and uh the only issue that i've noticed is that the sound kind of echoes but we went the first two nights they did it so i'm sure that's the kind of stuff that they can get better and improve as they do it um Definitely. yeah then besides that me and danielle watched more dave that show just keeps being funny i think we're like halfway through it so i don't really want to finish it because season two is probably still a while away but it's just so funny um then we watched it was another mandalorian monday so we watched episode four of uh the gallery and this one was about technology i think uh you'd be really interested in this episode i think it's the best one so far it was super interesting just talked all about the technology uh technological side of it and how they filmed it and how they did it and everything and there are a lot of things in there that i've never even seen them do before like john favreau if you talk to if you hear him talk about not talk to him i didn't talk to him um <laughs> i've been impressed man. <laughs> he sounds like somebody that's obsessed with games which i've never even heard him talk about games he's talking about how when he filmed the lion king they uh talking about how it's CG, but a lot of it was a uh, green screen. And then you had to add stuff in afterwards. And then when you do that, it can mess up the whole thing. Kind of like in games, when you like re-render one thing, it can mess up the entire thing. You have to redo all everything else with it. So it was crazy. I've never heard this technology before or seen it. Instead of doing a green screen behind it and then adding the CG in, they have this giant led screen that's made up of thousands of led screens behind it that makes this um 75 foot by 75 foot led wall and that's the entire film set and then instead of having a green screen that wall just pro um, projects or shows whatever they're going to have behind them so like they have if they're like on hoth then they have a picture of hoth on this giant screen behind them so everything just happens in real time. And then he uses a VR headset for a lot of it to uh, see what's happening. And um, yeah, so I would, I'm sure now people know that and people like to act like know-it-alls. Oh no, if you watch it, you can tell. But uh, I would have never fucking been able to tell. It's so crazy watching him film it because the entire thing's just this giant LED screen. And the only things that are real were some of the props, like some of the ships or a, some of the creatures and then the actors and then everything else all the land the uh landscape the things in the background the buildings all that is just a fucking screen that you're seeing behind them dang i didn't even know that that stuff existed or was possible yeah me either you gotta watch it. it's super interesting the other ones have been cool but like i said it's kind of just almost like uh 
a deeper dive into Star Wars and like them obsessing over it. This one was shit that I didn't even know existed and was really cool to see. And like I said, I'm sure people pick it apart now that they know that and talk about how they don't like this and you can tell it's fake and everything, but you gotta see the way they do this. It's just so crazy. And yeah, I didn't know this kind of stuff was possible. Um, and then the next day we had another uh, Taylor Swift Tuesday, as the kids say, which I told you that uh, <laughs> it was supposed to just be a one week thing. But then we remember that we didn't have a, we never finished the Prime Day event, which is a Taylor Swift concert from last year. So we watched that. It was a great time, you know? You know no. what I'm saying? No? Okay. Um, and then uh, I watched some more Lost. I'm still not caught up. I'm kind of sad, but uh, I'm getting there and uh, I'm loving it. I finished. Um, season three so i'm like oh actually i need to post tonight's episodes but uh so i'm only a couple episodes behind and then the only other thing i watched was the uh, pizza docu- documentary you sent me um yeah buddy yeah rest in peace or ride in peace bill um yeah it was uh entertaining but a little too depressing for my take especially <laughs> that guy's just such a fucking downer i couldn't do it Really? Yeah, I know he, the point of it that he's trying to be like uplifting and be like, yeah, that's just where I'm at. But I feel like he was doing that, but at the same time, he did, you could tell he's not okay with it. I wouldn't, I would not judge him at all if he's just like, that was his life. And he's like, yeah, I don't care what people think of me. Like, all right, cool. But I feel like at the same time, you could tell he was really depressed and not okay with it, but just saying he was. Yeah, and it's a, an aspect you never think about. It's the delivery driver, especially in somewhere like New York where, how the fuck do you make rent on a delivery <laughs> driver's money? Yeah. Um, especially just how the documentary didn't tell you things like uh, you didn't know he was homeless. Yeah. Um, and then they're showing some photos like uh, ASAP Rocky was signing paper plates in there. And it's a very famous pizza shop. That's probably pretty successful. You would never expect one of their delivery drivers especially he almost seemed famous himself yeah uh, being homeless but um i would assume especially with him dying so young and not looking the healthiest in the documentary um maybe some drug use or something um i'm not sure what got into that predicament but i don't know it's just really interesting especially watching someone drive a bike around new york with the pizza on top oh yeah um no it was Same. impressive and uh it was interesting just like i said a little too depressing so he actually is dead yeah he passed away oh that's depressing because <laughs> we even we saw the end we thought it was a rest in peace and oh ride in peace it's just a name i play on words so because it didn't say in the documentary they died did he did it no no okay. i didn't think so uh, i forget what he died from well, yeah, I can hop on the documentary because there's people in the comment section that knew him personally. Like somebody, he used to be a uh, rider for, um, well, he said it in the documentary, he used to ride for delivering stuff so people people know it. Um, peace. Ride in peace, Bail is the documentary in case someone wants to watch it. Um, he passed away. He was his uh, nickname was Bilthy, B 
because his name was Bill and uh, he was kind of filthy. Jesus. Uh, so he delivered in Williamsburg, which is super hipstery place. Um, okay, so fighting, he uh, died. He was only 51, passed away February 1st. And he was fighting, I can't remember what, what disease it was. Um, and there's a few few documentaries people have made on him over the years. There's another one called uh, The Great Tale of the Best Beats is Delivery Man Bill and Delivery. Um, but yeah, I can't remember exactly. I'm trying to figure out what he passed away from. Yeah, it makes it even more depressing that he actually did die because I was like, that's just uh, makes that much more sad. And another thing I think, even aside from it being sad, I feel like it's hard for me when documentaries are that short to really connect with it. I feel like it's just like a quick YouTube video and stuff like a documentary. Oh, okay, so here it is, which is kind of is a perforated ulcer. He died from a perforated ulcer, which is which is crazy. Um, crazy to think. I don't even know how that's possible. I. I've had that myself. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it was incredibly painful. I don't wish. I don't wish on that. Like it was so painful, I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how you would die from that unless you like bled to death or it was so bad. Um. Oh yes, yeah, so this is okay. So essentially, you had an ulcer, which if you don't get it taken care of, it's a, just a wound in your stomach and stomach acid splashing up again. It's the fucking worst feeling in the world. But um, have you ever had a stomach ulcer? No, I've heard about it though. So he then it, it got infected and he passed away from sepsis. So that makes Damn. sense. But yeah, that's yeah. really sad. And I don't want to assume he was using drugs. I don't want to assume that or assume that's why he's homeless. But he just didn't look the healthiest. And no. it, yeah. it, you're right, it's definitely a little depressing <laughs> to watch. But he was a very interesting guy. And I feel like he had a really depressing life. But. Um, the fact that he could still like, he was doing that with a with a smile on his face and was still incredibly nice to customers and is shocking to me because exterior you're like, oh my, this guy's got to be real jaded and pissed off at life. But yeah, yeah. no, it is cool from that aspect, and that's why I didn't think he was a douchebag or anything. I just felt bad because I felt like. He was trying to put on a face, but then when you heard him talk about himself, you could tell that he's not actually okay and just depressed. So this is even more sad to somebody who's just angry. Yeah, especially because he, he seemed like he, he had that kid that he didn't really know either. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend it. Ride in Peace, Bill. And there's a couple other ones. There's another one from when he was younger. <clears throat> but yeah. Okay. Um I guess we can naturally segue into the three games. Uh, <laughs> so on Xbox One, this one you only got a couple of days left. Cause this is a weird week for a transition to the, the next month, so there's going to be a lot of them. You got V Rally 4 till May 31st. And you got Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr till June 15th. And then I can't believe this is back up. Uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse till June 30th. Uh, when I saw one, I was like, are you shitting me? 
And that one doesn't start till I guess I said that's where the new month starts, June 1st to June 30th. And then uh, Xbox 360, only a couple days left on Overlord 2 um, uh, till May 31st. And then, I don't know if you saw this, they're doing a, starting on June 1st, a regular Xbox game. And they're going to give away Destroy All Humans till June 15th. Oh, wow. Which uh, I told you how um, I was really excited for that as a kid and then got pissed at it and never really played it and wanted to give it another chance. Which I definitely did. I meant to ask you, too, during that time, did you ever play Area 51? Oh, God. I feel like I have. I can't remember. I'll look it up after this. First person shooter. God, that sounds so familiar. I'll look it up and we can talk about it once we're off or next week. Um, but I'll definitely download since it's free, but I'm trying to figure out if I, I was like, well, this would be a perfect time to try it, but I'm thinking maybe I should just wait for the remaster because I feel like this might not be the fairest way to play a game like this now. Yeah. It might not really. It might still kind of seem like shit. Um, and then on PlayStation Plus, you got Farming Simulator 19 and City Skyline till June 1st. And I don't know if you saw, I feel like they were, Definitely trying to make up for last month because they have Call of Duty World War II um, started early. You can download it now till July 6th and Star Wars Battlefront 2 starting on June 2nd till July 6th. World at War 2. What's that? You say World at War 2? Um, I think it's World War 2, isn't it? Oh, okay. They're, uh, first, they're... They have one World at War, I think. Yeah, yeah was, World at War. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you said two. Well, it is two, right. but World War Two. True. Um, but uh, I feel like that had to be a makeup for the month before. I know. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know if it was like directly they heard people complaining, oh, we better get better games. I feel like, I don't know how far away to playing these in advance i feel like if they knew that they had these games they're like, well we should probably do these big ones after these bad ones so that way people are ready for it especially the fact that they put out call of duty a little earlier than they're supposed to i feel like indicates that they knew they were getting some shit yeah i think you're you're right that because i saw that pop up as well and i was like i really wish i was on xbox um <laughs> But, yeah, I just couldn't believe it. But then I went to GameStop, and I was like, how much does this cost on Xbox? And I think it was somewhere like, it was definitely under 15 bucks, and I want to think it was, like, somewhere right around 10 No, really. Or physical. Okay. Um, did you ever activate your PlayStation Plus? No, no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for, because um, I, I so sporadically play that, and it's usually single player. I'm waiting for the multiplayer, and I'll pop it in and um, use it. Multiplayer for a certain game, or just something? Just something that's going to keep me on PlayStation for a second to where I feel like. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah. Um, and then I think that's it. Do you got any, uh, I don't think we mentioned it. I know we didn't last week, maybe in the week before. You got any fake outrage? Uh, no. I don't either this week, sadly. Um, there's too much real outrage of, well, some of it's kind of fake right now. 
but um <laughs> too much nonsense going on right now for that um anything else then no that's it man all right well as always you can follow us on instagram twitter and facebook at current backlog and you can email us any corrections questions or feedback to current backloggers at gmail.com you still down for some games tonight uh my xbox is not hooked up for ps4 unfortunately oh so no games no i'm sorry buddy Oh, no, it's okay. I'll probably just be lonely, you know? Make me cry? <laughs> Not. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to say, buddy? Um, I love every one of you. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually do have something to say. Um, a YouTuber I really like passed away. Uh, Dave Parks, RIP. Um and he was the, really a driving force behind our first YouTube channel. Uh, he was the reason that I dumpster dived, and we had that whole saga of dumpster diving, and led to the first podcast. And um, it's really been making me sad that he passed away and seeing, because um, we were friends on Facebook, and we would, this guy would get millions of views. There's no reason for him to talk to me, but he would talk to me and give me advice about editing and um, would always respond to my messages. And he's the nicest guy in the world. And, um, but yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I think it might have been suicide, judging by his last Facebook post. So if anyone ever is sad out there, you could always reach out to me and I'll talk to you um, or just reach out to somebody. But so yeah, I hate to end on that sad note, but RIP Dave Parks. And no. yeah, that's it. No, it's, um, that's a good note to end on. And obviously not note you want to end on, but it's positive in the end. The way like that's you're right. ending it and yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll see you later and everybody else, thanks for watching. <laughs>